Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Grizzly Bear Blues Live. I'm your host, Parker Fleming, recording this on Thursday, November 3rd, a day before the Grizzlies return home from a four-game East Coast road trip and a night before the Memphis hustle open up regular season play. And this is this podcast for the hustle. We got a fun podcast with some very special guests but before i introduce him let me tell you how you keep in touch with the show and with the blog so grizzly bear blues is a blog on sb nation covering the memphis grizzlies you can find out on the web at grizzlybearblues.com or on twitter at sbn grizzlies and the gbb live is the flagship podcast of the grizzly bear blues podcast network alongside the next gen podcast starting five podcasts core four podcasts and grizzly bear bets so wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, you can find the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network right there. And once again, I'm your host, Parker Fleming, and I'm going to introduce my assistant to the site manager, our Memphis Hustle reporter, Brandon Abraham. Brandon, how's it going this afternoon, man? Oh, I'm just living the dream, Parker. How are you? You know what? I'm even better because I was waiting for the live in the dream and I got it. So <laughs> there we go. And we also have head coach of the Memphis Hustle, Jason March. Jason, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm great. I'm excited for tomorrow night. Uh, I, we've been uh, all 10 days, 10 and a half days of, of just practice going against each other. So can't wait for tomorrow. Very excited. So, Jason, obviously I got to talk to you some last week at Hustle Media Day. Um, you know, y'all had a few practices, um, really hadn't gotten fully into camp yet. Just what is the past, you know, really seven days showing you about your team? Uh, you know, how did the last seven days really go? Yeah, I mean, we had, um, we had a really good camp. We had a very competitive camp. Um, we had a lot of guys in here. Um, of course, you know, tough time of the year when you have to make cuts. We've gone through that and we're down to our 10-man roster um it's uh it's been like i say very competitive we've had uh, completely honest i mean some good days and some poor days um so we we've kind of gotten after guys a little bit um just with which definitely like execution type of things offensively that's like a pet peeve of mine um but 
uh, it's been good. I, today was a great day of practice. Um, definitely a, probably our best day. And um, again, I think, I think everyone's just ready for tomorrow at this point. It's like, we can't, you know, how, how much more can we go over against each other? Um, let's get it to tomorrow. Let's play a game, um, kind of see what we have against someone else. And then uh, I'm, this may sound really odd, but uh, from my video background, I can't wait to watch the film after the game to see the good, the bad, um, what we need to improve on, what we need to install um, as, as a group on things that we may um, just have not gotten to yet. So those type of things, um, that's the stuff that kind of, it, it gets me excited. So I, I can't wait for tomorrow, like I said. Absolutely. You know, I'm looking at the 10-man the roster right now, and I, did, I just see a whole lot of versatility. I mean, there's only uh, two guys that, are under 6'3", and obviously you have EJ Onu coming back, uh, manning the middle, uh, manning the middle, serving as that rim protector. Just what intrigues you about this roster, especially one with a lot of uh, interesting skill sets at their sizes? Um, the yeah, I guess the the first thing that just jumps off to me on paper is I think we're going to really be able to score the ball. Um, I hope I'm not wrong there, obviously, but. Um, we, we definitely got some proven shooters on the team. Um, we've got good cutters. We've got really high basketball IQ. Um, I just feel like that's, that's somewhat of a recipe to have success on the offensive end. Um, so I, I'm very excited about what we um, could potentially put together through the, throughout the course of a season. Um, if everyone, you know, if we're able to keep the roster together and all that kind of stuff, which in the G league, you, you really never know, but um, if we're able to do that, I, I really could see this team putting up some good numbers and and really being a you know exciting team to watch uh, on any given night. Um, I think we got a group of guys that are going to play the right way, and we're going to be um, extremely fun to watch. And, and Jason, you had the opportunity, um, really, kind of from the end of last season, heading into this year. You know, you're with the Grizzlies for the playoff run with the team in summer league and preseason just what was that experience like and like how much did you learn you know kind of being on the bench with the NBA squad yeah I mean this this organization's incredible I mean they allow the hustle my staff myself um, to be a part of everything they do really I mean we're invited to to be at anything um, but I, yeah I was able to join them in the playoffs um, just seeing how coach and his staff um how every detail is important um, on previous staffs that I've been on in the NBA. Um, there is definitely always an attention, attention excuse me, attention to detail. Um, I, I would say this staff is, it's incredible. They don't, they don't miss a beat, um, their preparation. Um, it's, it was, it was fun to be a part of. Um, obviously then, you know, just the talented roster um, being, being with them every day, the energy, the enthusiasm, the the competition they bring every day to practices, and then obviously in the playoffs, in games. I mean, everyone gets excited for playoff games, so that's that's easy, easily, easy, more easy to say that for playoff games. But I mean, just every day. I mean, if it's a walkthrough, whatever. The energy was incredible in the gym. Um, it was fun being around those guys, and then through the rest of the off season with. Uh, you know, draft workouts and summer league, all that kind of stuff. And myself, my staff, we were a part of all of that. Um, it's just, it, like I said, it's all the organization. We're, we're all involved. We're all together. And um, 
I'm just honored to be a part of it, to be honest with you. I, I, I don't want to be anywhere else. I hope I can be here for a long time. So again, just, just a, a first class organization that I'm fortunate enough to be a part of. And with those experiences, you know, we've talked over the years, you know, about how much, you know, the hustle kind of mimic, you know, a lot of what the Grizzlies like to do. It makes it easier transition for assignment players, two-way guys, things like that. Um, you know, it just kind of is easier to have everything kind of be similar across the board. But does the experience with, you know, the NBA guys, uh, the NBA coaching staff, does it kind of alter anything, you know, you have this upcoming season or does it just kind of, you know, reinforce doing everything, you know, the way you've been doing it with the development? Um, I think um, it's an interesting question. I mean, we, it definitely reinforces everything. Um, but I would say even more so this year, we're going to even do more of what the Grizzlies do. Um, we always have tried to tried to do everything um, as similar as possible. This year, uh, we are going to do just about everything um, the same as the Grizzlies. And, and there's going to be nights where we probably struggle at some of those things, um, if we're just completely honest here. So uh, I told the guys that today, actually. You know, there's some of the coverages that we're going to be doing. May, it may not be what's best for us at that moment, but we're going to do it because uh, that's what it's going to take for those guys to be seen to get to the next level. And at the end of the day, I'm sure I'll have to answer Brandon's questions and other guys' questions on why we did this and how we lost this game. But um, it we're here for development. We're here for these guys to have a chance to grow and and put on a Grizzlies jersey one day. So um, some of the some of those things will help them get there. And that's that's my job and my staff's job to do whatever we have to do to allow that to happen. So, um, yeah, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be all, all Grizzlies. We're going to be doing all their stuff and, um, we're going to, we're going to do our best at it. So I'm, I'm again, our roster, high basketball IQ. I'm, I'm excited to be able to throw some different stuff at them, some NBA, NBA coverages, NBA terminology, all that kind of stuff and, and see how it all works out. It's going to be fun. And, and Jason, I want to touch on something you, uh, you kind of mentioned just now and mentioned that media days, you know, talking about the focus on development and, you know, you know, obviously the competitive nature, you want to get wins, but the entire purpose of the hustle is player development. Is that kind of a hard transition sometimes to, you know, do things that your team may not necessarily be fully prepared with certain sets or plays, but to try and focus on that development, knowing, you know, it's not maybe going to be the sexiest in the win-loss column, or is it just kind of come natural for you? Um, I would say it was hard for me my first year. Um, but I think uh, at this point, like, I know what this is about. And I think, like I say, our, our, our roster is, is guys who get it. And um, I, think, I think everyone understands. I mean, there may be uh, – there's not – maybe. There will be some things that, that we'll do this year that people will be looking around, what in the world is he doing? Has he lost it? Whatever. That's fine. Um, yeah, again, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to try to get another guy to the NBA. And that's, again, our, our overall goal. Now, I stress every single day we, we're trying to win every single game we step on the floor to play. Um, how we go about winning it, may be different than what you know some some players families think it should be or 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 
you know, media or whoever, um, you know, there's, there's different ways to get to your goal. And our way is through development first and then trying to win all these games, but still keeping that as our priority. Um, so we're, we're going to go out there tomorrow night trying to win tomorrow. We're going to go to Mexico City. We're going to try to win those. We're going to do, you know, it, it, it doesn't change. I mean, we still have one goal and that's to try to win, but it's just how we're going about it, prioritizing player development um, and getting there that is sometimes hard for people to understand. Um, I think myself, my staff, um, and I think our players know where we stand on that. So, um, yeah, I, I don't find it hard on my end anymore. Um, like I said, maybe the first year, but not anymore. It, it's what we're here for. It's the reason why I'm here. And um, I love it. I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. Uh, you know, you embrace it and, and, and we go to work and that's what we're here to do. So, um, like I said, if we can get another, we should, we had an NBA game the other night with, with three former hustle players on the floor at the same time. So I think, uh, I think that's, that, that speaks volumes. Oh yeah. It, it was definitely fun to see that, uh, in the Brooklyn game when, um, Santi and Conchar were going up against Yuta Watanabe. I know Brandon was in attendance, just absolutely smiling ear to ear and, you know, Jason, when the hustle, you know, they first came to Memphis, you know, the big advantage point there was you now have your G League team 20, 30 minutes away from your NBA arena, making it incredibly easy to kind of foster almost like a little minor league uh, kind of system there. Just since you've been with uh, the Memphis hustle, just how have you seen that Grizzlies and hustle relationship evolve over the past couple of years? Yeah, I mean, you know, I can't speak to what it was before I was here, but I'd say, I mean, you look at the Grizzlies coaching staff. You've got Coach Jenkins, you've got Brad Jones, you've got Darko, you've got Blake, um, all former uh, G League or D League head coaches. Um, I'm trying to remember if I'm forgetting anyone there. But, um, I mean – if you look at that, it just kind of all makes sense, right? Like that's why they, that's why we communicate the way we do. That's why we have the relationship we do. Um, I, I personally, and I think we, maybe I'm, I'm biased obviously, but I think we have the best system, the best uh, communication in, in all of the G league with our, with our NBA team. In fact, I don't even think it's close. I mean, how we do things um, as an organization, it's, I, I don't know that it can be done better. So I, it's just, it's incredible. The resources they give us. Um, and again, like just our communication, that's, that's such a little thing that um, has, has such an impact on us as a coaching staff um, and then to the players. So I, I, I love what we have going, um, and it's been like that. Coach Jenkins prioritizes that. The organization prioritizes it. Um, and, again, I, you know, I hate to be a broken record, but I'm, I'm just fortunate, again, to, to be a part of it. Uh, the, little, the little role that I play here, um, I, I love it, and I, I don't take it for granted. I promise you that because, it's uh, like I say, it's not like this everywhere. Um, I'm very fortunate and we are very fortunate as, as a hustle group 
to have the support we do from the Grizzlies. Absolutely. And, you know, you've harped on player development and how, you know, this is the objective of the Memphis Hustle is to develop guys and get them ready for the NBA. And we're seeing, seeing those dividends firsthand right now with Santi and Conchar playing big minutes for the Grizzlies immediately and experiencing main roster success. So just kind of like a two-parter here, like for one, what, what are your thoughts on the success of those two guys? And then what do you see with your two-way guys, Kenneth Lofton and Vince Williams, to kind of follow a similar path to success towards getting minutes on an NBA team? Yeah, um, so John and, and Santi, I'll speak on Santi first because it's most recent. Um, you know, Santi joined us towards the end of last year. Um, at that, at that time of the year, I mean, honestly, we were just battling to stay afloat as a, as a team, but we were staying afloat. Um, we had had so many injuries, uh, this and that, all this stuff going on. Um, Santi joined us and we put together one of the best months, um, in the league at that, at that moment. And, and honestly gave us a chance to get into the playoffs, um, coming down to the last game. Santi had a great, great, um, experience with us his I think he took a huge step in his development and most importantly his confidence and uh that that carried him into the offseason it carried him in to to now being with the Grizzlies and you know sometimes all you need to feel like is that you belong and I think then to to speak on John I it's not much different um it Confidence plays such a huge factor. And it's one of the things I tell guys in so many of our timeouts, like just keeping their confidence. If they've missed three, four shots in a row, you know what we're going to do? We're going to shoot the next one. And if we miss that one, we're going to shoot the next one because you, you, we put the work in, you have to trust your work. We, we come in every day and we, we, we grind. I mean, this, the G league is no, just, uh, it's it's not a party every day. I can promise you that it, it's hard, and um, the competition is always there. Someone someone's trying to take your spot. So just having confidence can can take you so far, and then the confidence then builds consistency in your game. And I think that's just that's probably the main things that you've seen from John and and Santi as they've as they've developed. And then obviously their time with the Grizzlies and their staff just continuing to to you know mold their game and and what they are as players um you know the player development's not just not just with us with the hustle and the, the g league i mean coach jenkins jenkins has a a huge priority on that as well they spend a ton of time there and their staff does an incredible job so um these guys are going to continue to get better uh, you're talking about two guys that are just scratching the surface in my opinion i, I think they're going to continue to get better and then we speak on Kenny and, and Vince, you know, our two ways this year. Um, it's going to be the same thing. The, the most important thing, I feel like their first probably handful of games with us or maybe even month with us when they're with us is just logging minutes, getting reps, um, in-game action. Um, then we break down video. We learn. We do a lot of development just from video. Um, and so – I, I would expect to see the same stuff. I mean, that's what, that's our goal. We want to see them, see them wearing a Grizzlies Jersey next year. Right. So um, that's, that's what we're here for. And the, I, I think the one thing with go back to Santi and, and John, and then hopefully what we see here is we prioritize good people and hard workers. And 
if these guys are, are willing to work the way I think they will be, um, you know, sky's the limit. Hopefully, hopefully they'll be uh, in that starting lineup next year. I know that's, uh, that's saying a lot, but hey, it happened for Santi. So um, you never know. You just never know with this league. I mean, you, you kind of nailed it there. You never know. Um, you know, watching the team last year and watching the run they went on, especially with, you know, Santi being assigned to help, you know, as great as it was, I wasn't necessarily expecting him to be the opening night starter. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of the way the league goes. Um, but another thing with the G League, Jason, um, the NBA really likes to experiment with the G League. Um, over the years, you know, we've had the, you know, the one for two or one for three on the free throw attempts, the, uh, you know, the clear path foul, the uh, transition take foul. Um, you know, last year was the first year with the winter showcase where basically after Christmas you get the true regular season and it's a whole new year. Um, but this year they're experimenting with the, the, you know, it's called the Elam ending, the target score whatever you want to call it um, with, you know, target score 25 points replaces the fourth quarter, essentially as a coach, how is that, you know, how big of a difference does that make with kind of what you focus on and, you know, the habits you try to create as a coach and prioritize, you know, closing out games when you're really just going to have this for the first half of the season. And then in the regular season, things kind of change and go back to a traditional fourth quarter. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely an interesting question. I mean, it's it's very different. I mean, look at the one free throw. Um, you know, I think just as players, you just adapt to whatever whatever's going on. But I'll say this, like on behalf of the league, like I mean, that's what we're here for. Uh, you know, it's no different for us with development with players. It's no different for the league in general to just keep trying different things to enhance the game. Um, and I mean, they've, they've done a heck of a job. I mean, the, you know, the transition take foul now into effect with the NBA. Uh, we'll see how that goes throughout the season. I think you're going to see more highlight plays, more, um, more scoring, which I would, you know, is probably a priority, right? So um, with the, with the target score and, and this type of stuff. So in our, in our first games here up until the showcase, it's only in overtime. Um, and that, that target score is the first to seven, basically. Um, and then in the showcase, it's the fourth, fourth quarter uh, where we had have that, that target score added on to, to the total. Um, I love it, uh, to be honest with you. I think it's, you know, it, it just adds, you know, I, I said as soon as I found out this was happening, I called every one of the coaches. I'm like, hey, we need to start thinking. Like, what is our strategy? Is there any anything that we can do or think of to give us, you know, some, some sort of advantage against our opponent that maybe has not thought about it as much. Um, there are a few things we, I won't go into all that, but um, I, I think it's great. I think it's great for the league. It's going to add, it's going to add, um, you know, some intrigue for those people that follow the G league. I think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna, um, and it's definitely going to be different for us coaches and we have to, we have to figure it out. So um, I, again, I go back to just the league in general. I think it's great for, for the league to continue to experiment with different things, see if they work, see if they don't work. Um, that way the NBA can, can try different stuff. And um, again, it's what we're here for. 
um, hopefully we can make it exciting and, and, and fun for our fans and, and not just for our fans, but for, for the organization we're working for, you know, they enjoy it, you know, front office players, families, all that kind of stuff. I, I do think it's going to be very exciting to be honest with you. Overtime game, first to seven, jump it up and here we go. You know, it's <laughs> like, it's like in the park when you were a kid or whatever, like first to seven, let's play. So I'm excited for it. Um, I'm excited for the strat strategic part of it as well. Um, I think it's going to be fun. Um, you know, I'll try not to make too many mistakes <laughs> with it, but uh, it's, uh, it definitely adds, adds a lot of intrigue for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely gonna, it's gonna be pretty wild, pretty fun to actually see the Elam ending in action. So, uh, Brandon, do you have anything else to add as we're closing the show here? Uh, nothing. Just thanks to Jason for hopping on a little season preview. Uh, looking forward to another fun year. Uh, you know, I, I think it's kind of, you know, what I enjoy most with covering the G league is, you know, seeing the players develop and seeing them grow and, you know, looking back from day one to the end of the season. And it, it's just enjoyable watching that. And, you know, Jason, and the staff do a great job of setting everyone up for success. Um, it's enjoyable. I appreciate Jason taking the time to talk with us. And uh, other than that, I'll just, I'll see you tomorrow night, Jason. Awesome, Brandon. I know you'll be there. You always are. Um, you, you, uh, you do a great job, man. Um, have you been in the Lander Center at all? I I have not. Uh, I saw the social media posts with it, so I'm yeah, it, definitely gonna, pumped for that. Yeah, you're gonna see a big difference, man. It's uh, they've they've done a lot in there. It's it's pretty cool, and and I also add like all the family stuff is back this year with the blow ups and all that kind of stuff. Um, we've missed that. It's it's a great atmosphere. I think people are gonna have a great time if they come out, and um, hopefully the product on the floor uh, matches the the environment and the atmosphere that, that they're all sitting in. So we're going to do our best to make it that way. I promise you that. Yeah, it's definitely going to be uh, a lot of fun. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of fun just kind of, you know, seeing these guys, you know, just work together and grind together to, you know, win some basketball games and achieve their dream. And they also do some fun promotions. You know, they, Jason mentioned, um, you know, the blow up inflatables. There's, they also do hustle and hounds, which, you know, my fiance and I are, are getting a service dog here soon. So we're excited to take our dog down to Lander Center for a little hustle and hounds action. But, you know, Jason, I really appreciate you um, hopping on the show. Do you have anything else to add as we're closing the show? No, just um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. I, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I love our roster. Um, so I hope people come out to South Haven and, and take a look and, you know, see what we're, see what we're doing. I, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Um, the product on the floor is so much better than what people think. Um, talent level. I mean, these are guys that are just a, just a, a step, one little thing that may be holding them back from being NBA players. So um, come out and see us. Uh, we sure would love your support. That's for sure. Absolutely. So yeah, make sure y'all, Check out the Memphis Hustle at the Lander Center. Uh, go to the Memphis Hustle website to get tickets to Hustle basketball games and watch Jason March's Hustle squad um, continue to grow together. And, yeah, it's just going to be a lot of fun. And make sure you're also reading Brandon's Hustle reports over at grizzlybearblues.com. I'm telling you, there's not one person covering the Memphis Hustle and the NBA G League 
like Brandon. So I, I, I told Brandon at our open tryout, he wrote an article. It was incredible how 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 well detailed it was with what he did. I complimented him on that. He does a great job covering us. And yeah, I would definitely encourage people. He's uh he's on top of it. So if you want to know anything about these future NBA players, he's got the info for you. He he does an incredible job. Thanks, guys. I'm blushing over here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, make sure y'all are checking out all of our work over at grizzlybearblues.com. Follow us on Twitter at SBN Grizzlies and make sure you're liking, subscribing, downloading, writing a five-star review for the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. And both Brandon and I will have coverage on both the Grizzlies and Hustle games tomorrow night. So you don't want to miss that at all. It's over at grizzlybearblues.com. And with that, we will see you next week. <laughs>